Dajlas. Having visited how many countries? 47 out of the 54 African countries. Wow. 47 Jalas. What is the biggest story you can say about Africa? One out of it. One story. You know, each and every single day, you must give me an African story. analogy. Yes. Mm, analogy. <laughs> Which is one of the best mm. stories in Africa that today you can tell me? Wow. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. I asked you this question This once. is one of the best. One of the best stories. 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 Yes. Jalas, Jalas, Jalas. No, that, you can't be thinking. No, no, no. That I've covered. You know, this. I've covered so many, right? Yes, yes. But I want to. How about the Oprah Winfrey story? Have I told you that one? When uh, she walked in and said, Jeff, I know you. Yes, but mm. the reason she was in South Africa. To open the school. To she, open the she school. She spent five billion of her shilling, of her money. To just open the school for, for the girls. For underprivileged girls. That one I know. Okay. Tell me something different. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a country that used to be, no before you were born, I think, there's a country known as Upper Volta. Upper? Volta. Upper Volta. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, there was Upper Volta and Lower Volta. Mm -hmm. Lower Volta became the Gold Coast mm -hmm. and became Ghana. Mm -hmm. Independent on March 6, 1957. Mm -hmm. Upper Volta. Uh -huh. A became, country above Ghana. Became what? became Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso. Remember the guy called Captain Thomas Sankara? Sankara. Yeah. You know that name? Yes, yes. Captain yes. Thomas Sankara. Mm -hmm. Very, I um, always confuse them with Sarawewa. Uh -huh, Ken Sarawewa. Okay. Mm. So Thomas Sankara mm. uh, took over in a mm. coup. Very charismatic. Sort of like Jerry Rawlings in Ghana. Mm. Jerry Rawlings will be my next story the next time we talk. Mm. But Sankara took over, changed the name from Upper Volta to Burkina Faso. Mm. And Burkina Faso in the local language means the land of the upright men. And uh. not upright as in standing upright, mm. as in incorruptible men. Okay. Yes. Men of moral. Men of moral standing. Exactly. Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso. And the people of Burkina Faso are the Burkina Burkina Bay. Correct. Yes. That's hey. what I know. <laughs> and the capital of Burkina Faso is? <laughs> Mm. Okay, I'll help you. Okay, wait, you want to sit? Uagadugu. 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 <laughs> Beautiful place. They used to hold, they still do, a film festival every two years. Mm -hmm. A film festival. Fantastic place. Mm -hmm. But hot and humid. Eh? Mm -hmm. So we're there covering this film festival. And I decided, you know what? Let's, do, let's look for another feature. Let's look for a nice story. This is a desert country. It's hot. It's mm -hmm. humid. Mm -hmm. What else is there? We drive about an hour outside Waga short for Wagadu, mm. outside Waga. And we come to these un incredible fields. There's water sprinklers, there's sprays, there's everything. And we look and it's green, surrounded by a desert. Eh? It's green. And we ask, what is this? They say, fraise. They call it in French, eh? they call it, ça c'est le fraise. Ça c'est le fraise. And we ask, what is fraise? Strawberries, gelas. Big, fat, juicy, red strawberries in the desert. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. So this is an oasis. Oh, correct, an oasis, yes. In the desert, in Burkina Faso. And they were selling these strawberries. There's a season, obviously, right? So I think February, yeah. February, the strawberries are flooded in the market in town. And then they sell overseas to Europe, to South Africa, all over. From the desert. From the deserts of Burkina Faso, formerly Upper Volta. Ah! So oh. Upper Volta yes. became Burkina, Burkina Faso. Faso. The land no. of the 
upright men, the incorruptible, Correct. the moral standing men. Correct. Man. The lower Volta became Ghana. Correct. Because of the Volta Capital River. City, Accra. Accra. Capital city, Upper Volta, Ouagadougou. And I've driven from, now there's a triangle, right? So Abidjan is right next to Ghana, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Ivory Coast. Mm -hmm. So I drove, we drove from Abidjan all the way north into Burkina Faso and then came back south to Ghana and then back west to Abidjan. We, we did like a triangle. Hey! More than 2,500 kilometers. Covering Africa. Imagine, bro. Through my eyes, my African eyes. Both. By yeah. the way, Dr. Ribadwako, Nico, mm. Kamaha, hey, there are moments you give me. Eh? <laughs> Working with you is uh, voluptuous. Uh, 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 vol 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 voluptuous. Voluptuous. You give me voluptuous information. <laughs> you know? Next time, uh, we'll talk about Jerry. Flight Lieutenant J.J. Rawlings. Ah. His name was uh, Jerry John Rawlings. They called him Junior Jesus. Hey. Remind me. <laughs> Tomorrow there's the story of the junior Gina Junior Jesus. Ah. Flight Lieutenant Jerry John Rawlings. Wow, 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 wow. What a story. It's what a man. Oh, what a show. It's the Hot Breakfast with Jeff and Jelano. A story a day. Okay, you've been waiting for this moment, haven't you? Start from the email that told you, What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we you are mean, in a mission. You want me to start with the email? Oh, yes. You, come on, Jalan. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll summarize it. So, actually, we were with you here last week, and I uh, told you and Cynthia that I just got an email mm. from um, my good friend, Aliko Dangote. Hey. Okay, first, who is Aliko Dangote? Aliko Dangote is arguably the world's richest black man. I'll say that again. Not just Africa's richest man. <clears throat> He's the world's richest black man. And this wealth he acquired, I'm telling you, the story he gives, and I hope he writes a book one day because... He has I'll, never written a book. Can you imagine? He has to pen a book because I'll, I'll just give you the synopsis. About 40 years ago, 1976, he goes up to his rich uncle. His name was Dantata. He goes up to his uncle and he says, listen, I'm a trader. I trade for goods. I go overseas. I buy goods and I bring them back because those days were so many restrictions and Nigeria had very few exports. So I'll import stuff. They call them traders. And a lot of people from the north in Nigeria are traders. He says, give me a million naira. In 76 Jalas, give me a million naira and I'll pay you back in time. By the way, a million naira back then was the equivalent of a million pounds back in 76. Wow. So, so he started naira was business. going oh, it was head to head with pounds. My friend, it was the, during the days of the oil glut. Nigeria was, oh man, it was one of the top producers of oil and they were making, uh, selling oil like crazy. Anyway, so he gets his million naira. And he starts trading. And he was trading in everything from sugar spaghetti. to spaghetti. Yeah, mm. pasta. He was big on pasta and, uh, and other products. Later on, he decided, someone told him, hey, how about cement? Why don't you try cement? He says, wow. yeah, because Nigeria is so much construction, we could do this. And he started importing cement. Pole pole. Mm. And then repackaging it and then selling locally.
By the way, that million naira or million pounds that he borrowed from his uncle, he paid back in one year. Wow. This is how determined this young man was back then, 40 years ago. So he was about 20. Yeah, he was in his 20s because now he's 60 years old. So anyway, fast forward. Uh, he stopped importing cement and started building his own cement plants. Pole pole, pumping back, you know. And most all the money he would make, he would pump back into the economy, build another plant, build a refinery here, do all these things. I'm telling you, Jalas, this man supplies half, if not more, of Nigeria's cement needs. Half the country's cement needs. I hear he wanted to put up one here in Kenya. Nasiasa Mbaya. Nasiasa. Greed. Mm. Greed. And, Greed. I, and I asked him the other day, I said, Alhaji, when are you coming back to Kenya? He says, look, there are people over there who put greed and personal interest ahead of national interest, Jeff. I, I, I didn't think Kenya would be so corrupt more than Nigeria. That's what I he hear. said. I hear his cement was to trade at 200 shillings. Suku. My friend. Can you imagine? Kila mutu jenga. Would you kill them too? Kill them too and Jenga and the the other companies. Yes, would have told the line. Told the line. The monopolies that they that they enjoyed for decades. Anyway, that's Aliko Dangote for you, man. And he's got like fifteen. Uh, he's got interests in fifteen countries across the continent. When Kenya uh, turned its back on him, you know where he went? Hapa mm. Ethiopia built a one point two billion dollar plant. Look it's producing it. cement as we speak. Producing. And exporting cement. Wow. He's in Zambia. He's in uh, Zimbabwe. He's in DRC. Hapa Kenya, people want too much money. Asking for bribes and handouts and all kinds of things. Ridiculous. And just having the name Dangote here. Imagine Dangote cement. Hey. So anyway, gets, sends me an email. He says, listen, uh, I'd like you and your wife, uh, madame, to accompany, uh, to, to join me. For the wedding of my daughter in Lagos, uh, this is the third in a series. We've had one in Abuja, we've had one in Kano, but the Lagos one is for 2,500 of my close friends. I'd like you to be there. Just going on, just like that, man. I hear you, an interview with him was one of the best in CNN. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, he's I, never forgotten. He's has. never forgotten. Yeah. He's never forgotten. And you know Focus what? Focus on Africa. He was very shy. Mm. Very shy. Didn't want to do any media at all. And I chased him for like six months. I kept saying, look, Alhaji, we'll do a story. And he says, I don't need a story. I don't need publicity. I said, it's not about publicity. It's about people knowing who you are. It's about people knowing who you are and what you do. So I said, let me, let me do what I call a day in the life. And I spent a whole day with him. From dawn to dawn, from when he wakes up to pray, and he does this at 4 a.m. every morning. Al-Haji. Al-Haji. wakes up to he prays five times a day, finds time to pray. So anyway, here we are. We're on KQ Dreamliner, KQ five three two, heading to Lagos on Friday morning because the wedding, uh, the wedding was on Friday night, mm-hmm. so we had to be there on the day. Four hours, four, four hours and fifty minutes to Lagos on the Dreamliner. So wheat plane, man. Smoking. What? <laughs> we land at Mortala Mohammed International Airport at about ten forty-five, and it's like we never left. It's like you know going back to when we were living in Nigeria. Oh, you lived in Nigeria for long? For six years, bro. Six years. So we get off the plane. Mm. Get off the plane, and the first thing, man, at immigration. Ah, Oga, you are welcome. Ah. Jeff Konange, mm-hmm. uh, Konange, uh, oh, Oga, are you back now? Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, Madam, welcome. You are welcome. Just like that, Kenyans now, you can get a visa on arrival in Nigeria. Oh, we enter that office, twenty-five dollars. Boom, 
Visa, you are welcome. That's so you can just take a plane here. Go, enter. Go to Nigeria. Enter. Ah. Oh God. My friend. Oh God. Ah. I have to go to Nigeria this year. You must. You must. So we enter and uh, we we clear immigration. As we get to our bags, there's a there's a party waiting us now to uh, guide us to the vehicles that will take us to our hotel uh, and the other guests who are coming in because a lot of guests were flying in some in private jets some in commercial jets and there's a whole team there's an events planning team <laughs> put together uh, to make sure that each and every guest yes has got an experience boss talk to me we walk out again you know people who remember me from 10 years ago man ah, ah. oh god jeff you are back oh Ah, we miss you. We, Nigeria's man. Nigerian you So we drive from Ikeja. 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 This is on the mainland. Mm. We're going into the island of mm. Victoria Island, VI, oh. which is where the hotel is. Echo Suites. Signature Suites. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. My God. But on the way, Jalas, on the way, and this is incredible. This, this happened 40 years plus. Eh? There is a bridge called third mainland bridge mm -hmm. linking the mainland ikeja with the islands of ikoi and vi eh? that bridge is nine kilometers long nine kilometers of a bridge a bridge you just over water for nine clicks now this yapa too from At mainland uh, to to south coast uh, to to north coast. this happened during gawan's time nine kilometer bridge and then maintained it i mean this time it was a smooth ride and it's friday traffic eh? mm. a friday traffic when we first there, went there in 2001 there was no gsm no cell phones traffic you could sit on that bridge for like eight hours eight hours you're on the bridge and the bridge is moving like this in your car huna ac huna anything and it's 50 degrees outside hey boss wow what were we talking about you can see the change in 10 years so eventually we get to vi to the hotel echo suites and security the whole city has literally been shut down because of this one man and his little daughter's wedding city is shut down the cars with the stickers are the ones being allowed by police throughout to enter now was nigerian president at the event uh, he was at the one in kano mm -hmm. and abuja uh -huh. But this one, he sent his VP uh -huh. Oshimbajo. Oshimbajo. Yeah, he's from Lagos originally, so you know he was William a Oshimbajo. Oshimbajo. Professor. Professor William smart Oshimbajo. Guy, smart guy. So anyway, Buhari didn't make this one because uh, he sent his deputy. Anyway, so we enter. We're told, okay, folks, uh, welcome. We we'll do assigned our rooms. We we're given our invitation cards. We we're given our table numbers. He said, keep the table number because this is how you're going to get in with security. And this, I mean, and the whole, you could see signs everywhere, uh, closed due to private function. Eh. Then in other words, don't bother coming here. <laughs> it's closed. It's closed due to a private function. Not that there's like a room closed. No. The whole hotel. <laughs> the whole thing is closed. What? So he hired a whole hotel for you guys. Imagine. Hey. And everyone's staying in that hotel. Mm. And I'm talking about everyone. Bill Gates, Mo Ibrahim, Patrice Motsepe. You stayed in the same hotel with Bill Gates. My friend, my friend, the GDP in that room alone. <laughs> huh? 
the world was there. The entire world was there. So when we were told, relax, uh, the event will begin. Everyone should be seated by 7 p.m. So just relax the rest of the day, hang out. Uh, Al-Haji will come by and greet you, and then you'll see him later on. And sure enough, the, you know, we're there in the, in the hotel lobby, just chilling, relaxing. Who shows up? Al-Haji. No bodyguards, no nothing. He's just walking, chilling with the one single PA, chilling. Greets people, greets everybody. Greets us, say, hey, Madam, how are you, my sister? Hey, salam alaikum, you know, all that stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's so chill, so cool. And he says, Look, it's been a marathon three weeks, but we're almost there. My little baby's getting married. I'm so proud. Right? So we chill. Now we go back to the room. We're relaxing. We're getting ready, everything. Seven o'clock. By the way, it's right by the hotel. It's not a, you don't have to drive. You walk out of the hotel, it's there on the left. Huge ballroom, a ballroom that can take literally it can take three thousand people. Wow! He had invited twenty five hundred of his friends. You saw this picture? Yes, I the saw the ballroom, the dress. You saw the people dress code. Agbada. What suits, my friend? What were you wearing? I was wearing black. You know, I wanted black linen. <laughs> you know, because I just you know just wanted to chill in black linen. Okay. Uh, but people Agbada This that And you know Nigerians And linen They're big on linen eh? mm. Starched linen You touch it like this It's like It's like It's like hard Starched Vizuri mm. Even the Agbada's Starched But where You know When you lift it like this una, una, ish, Oga has arrived King Friend Governors had come The presidents of Ghana Nana was there the President of Togo Was there Faoring Nasimbe uh, several other, there was about eight presidents, eh? Hey. Eight presidents. Bill Gates. Bill Gates was there at the high table. You saw uh, the president of the African Development Bank, uh, Akiwumi Aki Adeshina. Mm. He was there as well. Wow. Uh, governors from across Nigeria. I mean, this thing was huge. And just, you know, just looking, just being in that room, and like, I, I felt like a fly on the wall. You know, just being <laughs> observing. It was incredible. So anyway, uh, the wedding starts. It's about eight eight thirty. It starts, and uh, it was actually quite short because it was literally it was the it was a ceremony. So mm. you know, the, a couple of speeches. They, oh, by the way, the the Sultan of Sokoto. Sultan of Sokoto. Remember, I told you I did a story once in uh, Argungu, the fish, the the fishing festival yes. in Sokoto State, right? No, next to Sokoto State. This the Sultan of Sokoto showed up, and the Emir of Kano, hey. Emir, dressed up in his regalia, he came in with a whole like thirty guys who looked just like him, northern, you know, like they, they look like northern horsemen. <laughs> I'm telling you, you should have seen these guys. <laughs> and then they introduced the Emir of Kano to speak because Alik was from Kano originally, yeah. So the Emir of his home state was speaking. Mazijalas, it was like it was like a, an Englishman had just stepped on stage. <clears throat> Perfect, impeccable English. Hey, London, my friend, Queens, and he's the Emir of Kano. So anyway, the ceremony gets around, they bring a cake, they cut it. It was very short and quicker. And then, you know, a couple of speeches, they played a video where the dad is, you know, talking about his little baby, it's his third born, his last born, huh? getting married to this young man, Jamil Abubakar, who is actually the son of the former IG of police, huh? Inspector General. And he spent a lot of time in Aliko's house because, uh, you know, Aliko doesn't have any son, so he was like a son to him. So the son ate... 
where <laughs> the son had other plans. Yes. So they love this young man and they really respect him and you know, and vice versa. He's done well for himself. He's done really well. He's done really well. Yeah. So um, you know, a lot of responsibility, yeah, marrying the daughter of this uh <laughs> mogul. Yeah, but you know they're well brought up. They're so wonderfully brought up. So that's not going to be a problem. So again, you know, it's now two. Th- it's about one a.m. two two a.m. and the in guests, the morning now. Yes, the guests are still chilling. The food, man, the food was flowing. Your love, anything you want. There was, there was prawns. There was lobster. There was jollof. There was there was a big fat. Um, uh, uh, oh my god, sawarma. No, 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 no. Big fat snails. Hey, the sn- the snails that grow in the forest. Huge fat snails being served. Lovely with pepe. Hey, with pepe. You have a bite of that snail and you're just feeling. But guess what? Guess what, Jalas? Zero alcohol served in the wedding. Thank God I was not invited. <laughs> Zero alcohol. Staunch Muslim. He cannot even fathom. So other people wanted to irrigate themselves, went to the bar. bar across the way. By the way, mm. nobody left their tables. You know how you say, hey, gay, let's go have a, uh, a drink and come back. Mm. Nobody left their table. You didn't want to be left out of this event. You didn't want to miss Just thing. because of a drink. Just because of a drink, you can drink tomorrow or the next day. <laughs> People sat glued to their seats or were walking around, mingling, taking selfies, pictures, the works. And then came time, Jalas, for the celebration. What? Ladies and gentlemen, in and performing live tonight, yeah. put your hands it's together for Whiskey. What? Names I've been reading here on this computer. Whiz Kid and then followed by Davido. Money follow you. Banana, Banana follow you. you. What? People were on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, man. Oga, Alhaji, everyone was on the floor. Jamming to Davido and Whiz Kid. 30 billion for your cardio. Man, it was so so good. But by the time it was over, by the time these you know these, by the way, they're, they're so popular in their own country. I think it's the same way we we look up to Saudi Soul and the Calligraphs here. They're they are huge there, Incre- and they are so appreciated. Whiskey wowed the crowd. Davido was just the man, and he's a young boy, yeah, very young, young, young boy. He's twenty five. Done so well. Mm? And and for Al Haji to invite them for for a gig like they that, paid well. <laughs> they were smiling. So by about two thirty, three o'clock, ceremony was just about over. A.M. Right, mm. done. Everyone, you know, slowly making their way out. Those who were staying outside, the governors and stuff. You know, they have their governors' mansions. Security outside, tight like you've never seen. So we all go back to the hotel. We're chilling. We're just, you know, we're just taking it all in, taking it all in. Seven thirty, I wake up. No, for an hour, I wake up. I take a walk downstairs. This is the next day, yeah? AM. I take a walk downstairs, right? Who do I see down there? Who? Al Haji himself walking Mo Ibrahim to his car. Al Haji has woken up, 
personally, he's taking this man outside and opening the door for Mo's wife and, and Mo for them, you know, bidding them goodbye. <laughs> 7.30. And I looked and I said, are you kidding me? I said, Alhaji, you up? He says, you know, Jeff, I, I only sleep three hours a day. He goes back to his room. Ten minutes later, back downstairs. AFDB president, he's escorting him. Goes back up, comes back down, escorting Patrice Motsepe. Bro, he did this from 7.30 till about noon. Going up to his room, <laughs> chilling for a bit. Next person is leaving. Personally, coming downstairs to escort them out. Have you ever heard anything like that? No, that's humility. What? That's humility. Yeah, he could have gone and slept and woke up at two. <laughs> Bro, he says, you know, look, these are my friends. And they came to my daughter's wedding. The least I could do is escort them and say thank you. Alhaji, Alhaji, Aliko, Dango, Tay. What? Now I for you all. <laughs> so anyway, the rest of the day we were just chilling, having a good time, going to our old haunting grounds, you know, where we used to live and stay and stuff, mm-hmm. checking it all out. And then later on we hung out with Al Haji. He came to hang out with us and, and asked us, you know, how was it? Did you enjoy yourselves? Was it okay? You know, you can imagine. He's asking ordinary people, did you enjoy yourselves? Is everything okay? Are you being taken care of? Ah, who am I? Man, Nigeria, man, Nigeria. What a place. That's a soul. It's alive. It's happening. And those guys now, oh, by the way, they were so concerned about Kenya. Huh? So concerned. Everyone was asking me, oh, Basanjo, my good friend Baba, mm-hmm. asked me, so how is Kenya now? How is Kenya? Mm-hmm. Is everything okay? Did the handshake help? Mm-hmm. Are you people moving forward now? Can you imagine? How is the president? How is the former president? Are they getting along? Everybody. Everybody. A quick question. Yes. Did uh, Bill Gates ask you about me? <laughs> you mean Bill as in Bill? Bill. Did he ask how's, how's Jalengo? Eh. How's Jalengo? For the first time you want to tell me you're out somewhere people didn't ask you about me? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, so now we're, che- we're, we're coming back yesterday, yeah? We're checking into the uh, uh, Mutala Muhammad. We get dropped off, grab our bags, and we're rolling the bags. And then, you know, Mutala Mohammed used to be a marketplace. Crazy. There's at least 10,000 people. I'm, no, I'm kidding. But a lot of people at that airport every day. As we're walking in, you have the security barrier. And you have to pass them and, and show them your passport, ticket, everything. As we're passing, the security guy looks at me, right? And I'm, I'm wearing shades because it's hot in the morning. Huh? I'm wearing shades. He says, ah, Oga, Oga, can I know you? And I'm smiling. He says, ah, Oga, are you an actor? No, Oga, can I can I know you, please? You know, that means, you know, who are you, right? That's how they say, can I know you? So, so I take off my shades. And he says, uh, you're actor, huh? you're actor? I said, no, my name is Jeff. He said, ah, Jeff Konange. Ah, Jeff Konange. Ah, I miss you now. Ah, where are you now? Ah, Oga, we miss you here. <laughs> Security guy, right? <laughs> I said, oh, you know, I'm back in Kenya. I'm doing my thing there. He says, ah, Oga, we miss you. Ah, come for. Ah, Konange. Oga, come look at this man. <laughs> he's calling, he's calling. Come look at, it's Konange. It's Konange. <laughs> so we move it. We check it, everything. Immigration now. 
get to immigration, showing your passport, right? And we had the visa two days before, right? And the immigration guy looks at him and says, Ah, so you entered, you entered Nigeria on the 23rd and you're leaving on the 25th. Ah, you know, I shouldn't allow you to go now. I said, Oh, God, what didn't happen? He said, You know, you should stay at least a month in Nigeria. These two days is no good, oh. <laughs> Are genuine man, they speak from the heart. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a place, what a weekend, what a time, and that's what we call a, a story. story a day.